Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, where two friends sit down and talk about music for a little while. Uh, please bear with us as we're having slightly technical difficulties going on this episode. Uh, but we're getting it figured out. I am Scott. I'm here with my good friend, Brand. How are you today, sir? I'm doing all right. As the in-house tech guy, kind of, this is, <laughs> this, I feel like this rests on me. So I'm trying my best, but fingers crossed. It's I'm stress gonna, inducing. I'm going to be an optimist about this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hope for the best. Well, welcome back to our first like regular episode oh post behemoth. It's been forever. It's been a while. It's been a long time to the point where there's a point in me before you gave me the album the, for this week where yeah. I was thinking I haven't given you an album in like three months. And there was a part of me that was like, why haven't I given an album in so long? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. It, it, this one I've been planning for a while. Yeah. But man, yeah, it's felt like a long time. Behemoth uh, felt long. Parts yeah. of it longer than other parts. <laughs> And, sure. then, and then we had a guest episode. Yeah, so, and then we had a full-on draft episode. And now so we're is, back yeah. to back to the basics, back to the good shit. Yeah, here we go. So this is uh, the I Am the Avalanche self-titled episode. I'm super excited about this. I hope I hope it works out well. Don't spoil anything, but I hope I hope you liked it. They've been one of my favorite bands for a long time now, like since 2005 ish, four or five. And you just saw them recently. Yeah, saw him for the first time recently. It's it, it, yeah, it was awesome. But I'll get into some notes and then maybe some storytelling in the middle there, and then we'll we'll do our thing. Let's get into it. I am the Avalanche is an American punk rock band from Brooklyn, New York. The group's name comes from a lyric written by Vinnie Caruana for a song which was later discarded. Cool. He's like, I like the name. We're gonna keep that and then lose everything else. That sounds like a that'd be like a sick mosh call out. Oh, like, for like a huge breakdown. Yeah, just all right, everybody. Yeah, I am the avalanche, and then just everybody goes nuts. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be oh, that'd, that'd be, be a sick lyric for that. Uh, the phrase also appears in the poem "O Immobility, Death Vast Associate" by Stephen Dob- Dobbius. 
You, it's like you go out of your way every episode to find a chunk of trivia with a name that you know you're going to struggle with. I love it. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun for me. Also, uh, how bad does that song have to be if it has that good of a lyric in it? And then they say, yeah, it's bad. We're not, we can't do that. Maybe, maybe just the feeling of it wasn't quite there. <laughs> okay, sure. I don't know. Vinny maintains that this is a coincidence that the the band name and the uh, that phrase in the poem is the same uh that he was unaware of the poem until after naming the band yeah that's just parallel thinking it happens it happens all the time absolutely uh i am the avalanche was formed by the aforementioned vinnie caruana uh after the breakup of his previous band the movie life which is also another band i kind of want to bring to you i know the name but i may just know the name from you saying something probably (laughs) probably because i was a big fan of them too that's I, that's kind of why I became a big fan of I Am the Avalanche because okay. Vinny was in uh, the movie life. He followed up the movie life by playing a short stint in Head Automatica. Have you ever heard of them? Yes, I fucked with Head Automatica for Did an you? album or two. I struggled saying it right there, but I yeah. definitely fucked with them. <laughs> yeah, he he was with them for a little bit, and I'm guessing you never dove into them much because they they have some electronic aspects. I think I did because okay. Vinny joined the band. Yeah, but. I think he joined as like a guitarist. Okay. And then I was just like, oh, it's not his voice. <laughs> and then you add electronica stuff in it. And I'm like, ooh, eh, maybe, maybe not. I think they had a, they had a few hits, like, well, scene hits. They didn't I, really have like hit. I hits. think I know one. Okay. I can't remember the name of it. I, I remember like hearing it though. Yeah. I can't pull any of them, but, and, and like I said, they weren't on, I mean, they weren't high on Billboard. Maybe they charted, but they were seen. Right. They weren't like mainstream hits. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think I saw like one video on MTV. MySpace hits is uh, probably what they were. Maybe it was MySpace that I saw it then. Possibility. But I, like, I didn't really mess with them too much at all. Yeah, you were probably even more anti-Electronica then than you were now. That's tough to be too. Uh... <laughs> no, I think a lot of your edges have been shaved down. Yeah, they might have. Like, they're not as sharp. There's still some sharp ones, but even the ones that were the sharpest have a little bit of of wear on them that there's, like, things could break through. It's true. (laughs) Full-on techno won't won't work for me, though. I'm just going to bring you the 10-hour YouTube video of Sandstorm. It's just Sandstorm for 10 hours. I don't know what that is, but it sounds horrendous. If you heard it, you would know exactly what it is, because it was like the biggest Electronica song ever. Oh, no. It was was a big late 90s, early thousands hit, I believe. Okay. It is by Derude, and it came out in 2000. In 2000. Okay. Yeah, I I was not. I was not about to fuck with that at all. No, but I'm saying you would have heard it because it, it was around. It was it was trance. It was when trance music was big. I I never got into any of that. Now I, I hear you, but I'm yeah. saying that I, this is and something. I, oh, I get where you're coming heard. from too. You think I would have heard it? I actively stayed away from all of that. I want to look at the Billboard and see if where Sandstorm was, just to tell you how big it was. It wasn't on the billboard in 2005, I'll tell you that. All right, I don't I don't feel as great about this information anymore. <laughs> I don't feel as great about this information at all. I kind of want to pretend like this didn't happen. Apparently, it peaked at number 83. Oh, see? It's a trance song, though. Trance? A trance song peaking at 83? I mean, that's that's huge for trance. It was. It's been 10 weeks on the charts. It's a giant trance song. I'm sorry. Okay, continue. God damn it. I'm listening to it. I don't know this, dude. 
Although that... Da, 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 da. Give it a second. Yeah, I got to let it build up, right? I mean, all techno kind of sounds the same to me. <laughs> that one was in like so many commercials. It was, was it? everywhere. Maybe was I everywhere. heard it in a commercial or something, but this doesn't, it doesn't ring any bells for me. All right. Well, I'll have to bring yeah. you that 10 hour video loop of it then. No, I'm going to yeah. say no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's not an option here on the show, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the rest of the band comprises of drummer Brett the Rat Romness who also produces the albums. Guitarist Brandon Swanson, former fill-in for Further Seems Forever, which is another band you don't know of yet. I do not. Uh, guitarist Michael Ireland and bassist Kellen Robson. Both are former members of Scraps and Heart Attacks. Nope. This is apparently a whole scene that I know nothing about. Any of these bands, any of these people. Yeah, I guess. Uh, in addition to being the vocalist, Vinny sometimes plays guitar. The band's debut self-titled album was released on September 27th, 2005 on drive Through Records. You know them? I do. Yeah. The release date marks the two-year anniversary of the breakup of the movie life. Okay. <laughs> so, so two years to the date, Vinny puts out a new record with a new band. Now, when I said I do, it was supposed to be with a question mark. Who? Oh, you don't know who is Drive Through Records? Oh, maybe, wow. maybe I do, but I have offhand. I have no. Oh man, let me pull up this roster because it was pretty amazing. I used to listen to like every Drive Through Records band. Yeah, I'm worried that all the bands that you just said that I don't know are going to be part of the same scene that all these Drive Through Records bands are, and I'm <laughs> not going to know any of these either. Alistair. I know of them. I don't think I ever listened to them. Okay, Dashboard Confessional. I know them. Never listened to them. The really. early November. No. Phoenix TX. No. Finch. I know Finch. Obviously. Okay. Halifax. I loved Halifax. Okay. Hello. Goodbye. I know them. Hidden in plain view. Don't know who that is. Uh, homegrown. No. Midtown. No. Newfound glory. <laughs> there's there's another one. There you go. RX Bandits. Oh, I've heard of them. I don't think I ever listened to them. Okay. Census fail. Yeah. Something corporate. Love. Yeah, the big starting one. line. Big one. Another big one for me. Steel Train. Did you ever listen to Steel Train? No. The, I'm just giving you like the big, the bigger names. There's a ton of other ones, but yeah. I used to mess with like the majority of. Well, the the big ones that you just said, if, I'm sure there might be some littler ones I know then too, because they would have probably toured with the people from the same record label. Possibly, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, they had a gigantic roster and... Yeah, I mess with most. Of I feel them. like most of those artists have records out on other labels, though. They or do. Is it just I think they started. Labels? I think they started off on drive through, okay, and then moved on. Like Newfound Glory, their first record was on drive through. Okay. Their second one might have been, but then after that, I think they moved on to like a major or something. Okay, and Census Fail, I think also, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Census Fail moved on for yeah. sure. Some, something corporate doesn't have re that many enough records. They might they all only be on have. Drive they might all be on drive through. I think they only have like two or three, right? They, I think they have two, and then one's like a big collected thing. Oh, okay, I, I know they had wrong. one EP on there that I fucked with really hard, and then their first record coming through the window or something like that. Cover was yeah. a girl like yeah. looking like Rapunzel climbing down a. Yeah. The and then uh, their second record was North. That sounds right. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not sure, but that sounds right. Yeah. All um, those bands you said though. Like the ones that I know, at least the it checks out that this band was also on the label that they were because this band has a lot of those sounds mixed in there. Like oh, you, yeah. can hear, you can hear a lot of those other 
groups. You could tell that their record label had an ear for what they wanted to be putting out. At least. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't a strange like I'm, I was trying to pull. I know there was a there there was a hardcore band on Metal Blade for a while. It might have been. Oh, right. Like even. some random kind of outlier. Yeah. It's like, oh, all yeah. you do is metal. I mean, that's capitalism now. Like that, that's, that's why you get <laughs> those major, major corporations with all the different artists. But right. There was a time where like Metal Blade only had metal, you know, metal bands, period. If you weren't even considered metal, they didn't even look at you because there was hardcore labels right. out there. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. drive drive through sounds like they have they definitely have a, a, an opinion on what they think needs to be put out. Right. <laughs> right. So you mentioned it earlier. It's story time now. Uh <laughs> I just saw them for the first I just saw I am the Avalanche for the first time since like falling in love with them in 2005 yeah it was a birthday gift for myself and for lucas Mm -hmm. which is super awesome it was his first punk show and we had to drive through a snow thunderstorm yeah but you made it everything's good oh yeah we made it it was (laughs) i I was determined bro it was it was scary it's not like you're from like la though like you know how to drive in snow you do yeah 100 percent. i do it all the time But it was it was wild. The the roads were horrendous and there were cars like we passed at least 20 cars in the ditch on the side of the road. <laughs> and you guys are like, well, it sucks to be you guys. We're 100%. Yeah, I'm not slowing down. If I slow down, I'm not going to have enough momentum to get through this <laughs> fucking snow. But yeah, we ended up going downtown. Saw uh, I'm the avalanche uh, at a, a venue that I've been to a hundred times at least much cargoes no no it was uh saint andrew's hall but i went to clutch cargoes a bunch too but it was cool just to like take lucas there yeah like to kind of like pass the torch (laughs) i guess i don't know so the thing with saint andrew's hall is there's a second venue that's in the basement it's called the shelter uh made famous by eight mile um (laughs) the movie yes but um so it used to be there was a separate entrance for the shelter around the back of St. Andrew's Hall. Now they've redone everything. And as you walk in up the stairs to the main venue, there's stairs off to the right that go down to the shelter. Well, we walked in, looked for the merch table right away. Mm-hmm. Where it usually was back in my day, there was just a bar. There's a bar there now. I was like, where's the merch? And they're like, oh, it's downstairs. I was like, in the shelter and they're like yeah yeah okay so we go downstairs and then it's completely redone the shelter used to be a shithole like it was (laughs) terrible but now it looks fancy there's a big old bar there a big screen tv that shows what's going on up on the main stage like and then they had the merch tables down there so uh lucas emily and i go downstairs we start walking to the merch table there's a huge line for the bayside merch because bayside was the headliner and as we're walking up we were about to get into the Bayside line and I see this dude walking kind of towards us and uh, I'm wearing my H2O hoodie that I got in probably like 2003-ish, yeah, maybe 2000 earlier, probably earlier, but I'm wearing it. Dude walks up to me. He's like, I love that hoodie. I look at his face and I go, holy shit. And he's like, yeah, I was like, I just like start talking to him like he's an old friend or something. 
I'm like, oh man, how's it going? This, you know, it's great. Like, it's cool seeing you here, blah, blah, blah. And um, Lucas and Emily are standing there. And I go to Lucas. I look at him. I was like, bud, this is Vinny. Uh, and he gave me a look. I go, Vinny is the singer for I Am the Avalanche. And Lucas was like, what? And uh, yeah, Vinny turns to him. He's like, hey, how's it going? You know, thanks for coming to the show. Uh, he just starts chatting about like how they have like five more shows. So he's in like the prime of the the tour and they've really got everything nailed down and uh, just how great it's been. And then uh, we told Vinny, we're like, yeah, this is Lucas's first punk show. And he's like, oh man, you picked a great show for your first show. And uh, we just sat there and chatted with Vinny Caruana for like five, 10 minutes. What stuns me is I listen to a lot of bands. Yeah. I don't know if I would recognize anybody from 99% of them. Really? Yeah. I, I think I could walk by them on the street. I, in fact, here we go. <laughs> I walked by Vincent on the street when we were going to see Acacia Strain. And it was oh, only really? like, it was only once I got down the road where I was like, I think that was Vincent. Shit. No, but then I then I started like rationalizing myself. Well, oh, he doesn't want to be bothered. You know, yeah, he's just, he's just a dude. I'm not. I'm not bothering this dude. I'm but usually the he, same. He, way. he walked up to you, but he yeah, he walked up to me. Yeah, and I was just like, oh man, like this is. I after after all that happened, after we got done talking to Vinny, like we he, we shook his hand, shouldered, hugged, and uh, took a picture and everything. And I looked down at Lucas. I was like, bud. That will never happen again. <laughs> like you just had an experience that I've had maybe three, four times in the abundance of shows that I've gone to. And never once has an artist walked up to me before. That. Like I've always gone up to them. And Lucas looked you dead in the eyes and said, jokes on you, dad. I'm cooler than you. Hey, it's facts. This, this will last to me. This will, this will happen to me all the time. It's facts. It was, it was <laughs> awesome though. It was so cool. We went straight to the I Am the Avalanche merch table instead of Bayside. <laughs> yes. There was no line. Lucas and I both picked up this hoodie. Good for the audio listener. Yep. <laughs> it's it's I am it's an I am an avalanche hoodie. It's got the Felix the Cat on it. Uh kind of weird, but uh we both picked up that hoodie and then I picked up a shirt that has the cover art for the self-titled record that we're talking about. Okay. On it. Uh that I'm super stoked on. They were selling candles. That was weird. That's a weird that's a weird one. Yeah, they, it was tobacco and whiskey scented. Yeah, that's what I want my house to smell like. When, <laughs> know, right? With with artificially, I want it artificially yeah. to smell like that. <laughs> Cigarettes and drunk dudes. That's I can't I just want. go visit my dad for twenty minutes and then my clothes will smell like that. <laughs> right. No big deal. That's right. all I need. Oh, but... I'll start selling trips to visit my dad if that's what we're doing. <laughs> right. But yeah, we did that, and then um, oh, Vinny. When we were talking to Vinny, he was like, "Hey, uh." Koyo is going to play first and they're awesome. Go check them out. They're a great Long Island band. He was super stoked on them. So uh, we picked up our merch from I'm the Avalanche, went upstairs, saw Koyo play, and they put on a rad show for a real legit opening band. Mm -hmm. The The singer was just nuts. He was all over the place and he was a bigger dude too. Uh, tore his shirt off, just having a great time. They were so good. We went downstairs and I picked up a shirt that I'm wearing under this hoodie uh, and a record. You dropped a lot of money this show, Scott. A lot of merch money. <laughs> I, I did, but uh, it was birthday yeah. present from Emily was the merch stuff. So I do apologize to her 
publicly on this show for spending so much money because i also went to the bayside merch table and picked up some stuff <laughs> um but yeah it was it was great man it was such a great show i am the avalanche just killed i don't want to say they were better than bayside but they were better than bayside but that also might be my opinion and you were all amped up for meeting a new best friend yeah right uh it was fun it's funny though because emily and lucas uh, after talking to, to Vinny, they were like, we had no idea that you didn't actually know this guy from before. <laughs> and it was like, I could have swore he was like a high school friend of yours. You just launched into it. I was just going like, like, so you said you passed by Vincent and you justified it in your head by like being like, he didn't want to be bothered anything yeah. like that. I don't want to be that crazed kind of fan that comes up and is like, oh my God, I love all your songs. I love every single record. You guys are the greatest. You know, I don't want to be that dude. But see, I think for people like Vincent and wow, weirdly enough, Vinny, mm -hmm. I feel like they probably don't get that a lot. So that would actually might probably be not. a refreshing thing. But yeah. there is that weird level of, okay, that's cool, but you're fucking weird too. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't <laughs> want to be like number one fan stalker material type <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? I want to talk like a normal, want to have a normal conversation because I figure. I mean, just don't show up outside of his house holding that hoodie up saying, <laughs> hey, Vinny, remember the hoodie? <laughs> Look, I bought the hoodie. I bought your hoodie too. But I got the H2O one with me. So you remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but man, it was, it was awesome. And then we made it home. Okay. We, it was after midnight that we ended up getting home because the roads were still horrendous. And you let it all hang out. Right. But what do you have that song? After midnight. Oh, we're going to let it all hang out. Sure. Pretty sure it's a song. If not, I just made up. A hit. <laughs> I love it. That's a I hit. just made a hit. If it isn't chart topper. <laughs> Might hit 83 on the Billboard chart. <laughs> I'm predicting 80 at least. Man, I'll take an 80. I'll take anything. If I had a charting song in the Billboard charts, I'd tell everybody. That'd be sick. I'd get a chain you? made up. Right? <laughs> but yeah, loved it. That was that was story time for me. But uh, like I said, I've dug this band since this record came out. Yeah. Um, and you liked Vinny and members before the band. So Yeah, yeah. So it's... I don't want to say it's a super group because not many of these bands were known to anybody, but for me, including me. Yeah. Yeah. For me, this is just a amazing group of super talented dudes and I love it. Well, I got, uh, albums released, uh, for September, 2005. Okay. Get into that. Yeah. I want to uh, see where I was at. No, five. sure. Uh, coming out on the second, we had shaggy with clothes drop. That's that's very post wasn't me, so I don't know that. <laughs> okay. I don't know that. Uh coming out on the sixth, we have one that I'm pretty sure you were into against me searching for a former clarity. Yes. Yeah. Actually in 05, no. I didn't get into against me till later. This is the record I got into them on, but I don't think it was 2005 that I got into it. Yeah, I definitely was still in 05. I was still heavily, mostly no clean vocals there's a, there there were okay. the few things that slipped through by sure. by then but for the most part i was probably still only mainly clean vocals okay well unclean vocals. harsh vocals uh speaking of harsh vocals we got between the buried and me's alaska i never got into that record no but, that was the one from them that i did get into they're super like progressive-y which doesn't yeah it never really did anything for me I, okay. I needed aggression especially back then gotcha uh, one I know you definitely weren't into George Clinton and the P Funk All Stars. I was How not. How late do you have to be for you 
before oh jesus how late do you Out have to way. be before you your are absent it's no it's it's weird because the to be before you are is numbers and letters i got you i got it yeah so it, it messes with me uh but yeah that came out the rolling stones a bigger bang did you listen to that one yet no i stopped at let it bleed i think it was but oh, that's way before yeah a bigger bang rolling stones i i, th- I think this is gonna happen for mm. bands like that especially when I hit a point where I listen to their discography and then bail out of it. Yeah. I think I'm going to start buying like more recent live albums. Okay. Cause then I just get all the hits yeah. basically. And I get them as a band. So I think sure. I'm going to start that. I almost bought, I, I thought on another hole on whatnot buying records the other day. And I almost <laughs> bought talked a, about that. a three LP like Rolling Stones in Brazil or something. Oh, okay. And I almost got it, but I, it was that thing where I had a limit of what I was paying and somebody bid again. I was like, I'm out. I'm, yep. I'm not, I'm not going that to happens. Either. I won not a lot for me. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming out on the 12th, we have Damien Marley with welcome to jam rock. You a reggae I, guy. <laughs> I listened to a reggae album yesterday, actually. Yeah. How, I how did I go to the agri lights yesterday? It was, oh, okay. It was okay. It was slower than I wanted it to be. But... <laughs> right. Uh, we have Paul McCartney coming out with Chaos and Creation in the Backyard. No. Nope. I, I have almost no familiarity with Paul McCartney solo. I think that... Okay. I mean, I'm familiar with like a Wings record, but sure. Paul McCartney solo, I don't really have any familiarity at all. Gotcha. Uh, on the 13th, we have Blues Traveler with Bestardos. Not a Blues Traveler guy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a guy that's down with wearing a bunch of harmonicas like that. <laughs> But no, I don't think I'm a Blues Traveler guy. Although, okay. how did how did Blues Traveler get that hit though? I feel like that was like Fish getting a hit. It was really weird. I, it was. I remember when it came out on the album. Uh, I think the album's name was Four, and it had a green background with a cartoon cat on it. Right. And that record blew up. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah, that and, that song was huge. Yeah, I I bought it. I had it on CD. You own it on vinyl now. I wish I did. I wow. don't, Wild but statement. I would. I Wild would. Statement. Wild statement. You I think would. the rest of that record's good? I'd have to go back and listen to it again. <laughs> okay. But I'm sure there's a couple a couple tracks on there that I would mess with. Yeah, the hit. Uh, more than that, I think. I'm going to get a Blues Traveler live record. That's what I'm going to do. Oof. I don't know how good that's going to be. It's just eight hours of harmonica. <laughs> one long song. Here's a big one. The Fray with How to Save a Life. That was a big record. I yeah. was not into it at that time, but I'm aware of it existing, and I can appreciate that song for what it is now. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't into it either. I think maybe my sister bought it. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I I remember that song being huge, huge. Yeah. Maybe one you were listening to, Paul Wall's "The People's Champ." I definitely listened to it, but I don't. I don't think I had the record, and I would be able to pull it. Was Grills off there? And this is too late for Grills. I have no idea. Yeah, I think this is too late for girls. That was a little. That was earlier. But I mean, I always, I always love Paul Wall. Always a yeah. Paul Wall guy. Uh, the Pussycat Dolls with PCD. What did you say? This is 04? 05? 05. Yeah. I just saw somebody. I might have been a TikTok. Somebody said that that's one of the best records to come out of 05. Did, did <laughs> was Fergie's? It really? Did Fergie's record come out in 05 also? Did you happen to see that? I didn't see it, but it it, it might have been, but not in September. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, that's fair trapped someone in control pass <laughs> yeah pass yeah i'm not a fan 
Yeah, um, and yeah, they're they're cringy as fuck. Like as as a dude, now. as a dude, Headstrong was good, but yeah. after I, I can't, I, it's hard for me to even listen to Headstrong now. I can't now because yeah. he's such a dick. Yeah, it's rough. Did you ever get into Switchfoot? Just that hit they had. Okay, I don't think it's off this record, but they had a record come out called Nothing Is Sound. Yeah, I think it was either before, probably before that one. Gotcha. Uh, Trisha Yearwood came out with Jasper County. I don't know who that is. Okay, we have uh, Children of Bodom. Are you dead yet? I definitely listened to that. I was in 05. I might not have been because that I don't think I got into Children of Bodom until Blood Drunk. And I'll cut to somebody looking it up and Blood Drunk came out <laughs> before that 2003. record. Yeah. Right. I was never a huge Bodom guy, but I got sick into Bodom. Yeah. Or he pretended to be in Bodom. He pretended to be into Bodum because he wanted to hang out. That's a possibility. It <laughs> could be. Uh, coming out on the 20th, we have Coheed and Cambria's Good Apollo. I'm, a, I'm Burning Star 4, Volume 1, From Fear Through the Eyes of Madness. Really, okay. we just called it Good Apollo. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> was that the one with the big hit on it? They had one with a big hit on it. They, they've had big hits on every record. Mm. Yeah, they have. Mm. Yeah. If you try to call Sandstorm not a hit, then I'm gonna argue. <laughs> I'm gonna argue that they had hits on all those records. Uh, I think I, I know one Coheed and Cambria song. Well, you're missing out, my friend. We have David Banner with certi- Certified. Oh, David I, Banner guy. I I like a lot of David Banner singles. I don't know if I ever got into a full record, but okay. I, I like David Banner. Well, next up we have Disturbed with Ten Thousand Fists. No, you're a big disturbed guy. Huge disturbed guy. Love him. <laughs> Love him. That's that's about it. No, I was no. gonna make some awful joke about saying that's as many fists as I need for something, <laughs> but I don't know even what I was going with. So no, moving past. Moving past it. Municipal waste with hazardous mutation. You love him. You're a big municipal waste guy. I didn't mind it. You didn't like it. I didn't. It did I not about, like it? Or it, it was all about partying. Always the partying, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it just wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't hitting for me. You weren't a fan. Yeah, I wasn't. Maybe if it was a non-party record. Yeah, maybe Hazardous Material isn't a, a party record, and I'd be down. Or Hazardous Mutation. Sonically, it was okay. But it was all about party. Yeah, I don't need a harder Andrew WK. Yeah, you do. I love <laughs> I love Andrew WK, too, though. Yeah. Uh, on the 27th, we have the Bloodhound Gang coming out with Hefty Fine. Wow, I couldn't separate one Bloodhound Gang record from the next. <laughs> but I think everybody had a Bloodhound Gang era. And yeah. whether it was two weeks or a probably maximum of like four months, everybody had a Bloodhound Gang era. Yeah, no, it's true. I think this is the one that had that Foxtrot uniform Charlie Kilo song. Okay. That was a big, a big radio hit. I don't I don't even know if I remember that one. I the only big hit from them I remember is uh you and, and me, me, baby, ain't, ain't nothing, nothing but, but mammals, mammals, so let's yeah. do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, I remember. Get horny now. Yeah. Next up, a big one for me, not in 2005, but later on in life, Gojira's From Mars to Sirius. Okay, which album covers that? That's the one with the flying whale in the space. I listen to that one. I remember that I love that record. It's phenomenal. Love them. Next up, we have Lil Kim with The Naked Truth. Yeah, I this is when Lil Kim was trying to recapture what she had a few years prior. Yeah, I, this I, is, I recently uh, listened not to not primetime Lil Kim. No, this, uh, it might have been right after she got out of jail. Oh, okay, that's what it might have been. 
I listened gotcha. to all Lil Kim's discography like a year ago or something. It was just mm-hmm. all right. something I did. It's fine. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Panic at the Disco with A Fever You Can't Sweat Out. I think that was their first one or first big one, at least. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if I've ever. I'm, maybe they're, maybe I listened to their first one. That's it. I think that was it. Maybe I think then. That's the one. I think it's the like maroon cover with like an art gallery with like magazine clipped out people, okay. I think. Okay. And then the last one I have, Sean Paul's The Trinity. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do, and I'm not doing it. I can't. I can't. It, it sounds perfect in my head, but I'm sure it sounds offensive when I do it. I'm sure it does. I, I can't do it. I can't do the – I think he's Jamaican. I think he is, too. I can't do the Jamaican accent because no. I think it sounds offensive. In my head, trust, <laughs> trust me, in my head, it's exact. When I say it, it feels <laughs> not great. All right, let's let's get into the charts. We have the Billboard Hot 100 uh, for the week of September 10th, 2005. Coming in at number five, Let Me Hold You by Bow Wow featuring Omarion. He got rid of the Lil, and then B2K yeah, is already broken up at this point. Okay. I think I remember that track. I couldn't sing a word of it, though. I don't know it at all. Coming in at number five, we have Lose Control by Missy Elliott featuring Ciara and Fat Man Scoop. Yeah, that song's great. Is it? Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Yeah, that song's fucking good. Coming in number three, Don't Ya by the Pussycat Dolls featuring Busta Rhymes. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me. Man, I remember this song. All of those Pussycat Dolls songs have a feature that I forget exists on them. Yeah, every I one of them. I totally didn't remember Busta was on this song. <laughs> every one of them. Yeah. Every hit wild. by them has a rapper on it. I'm like, wow, really? And it worked, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And then the top of the charts, we have a one-two punch by the same artist. I'm going to give you the name of the tracks, and then you tell me who you think it is. Okay. Okay. Shake It Off. Taylor Swift. Coming in at number two. And number one, We Belong Together. It's Mariah Carey. How? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, We Belong Together is Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah. Shake It Off. Yeah, and Shake It Off is way later for Taylor Swift. Yeah. Man. Wild, right? Well, I mean, Mariah, here, here, what if I decided, well, Mariah's kind of Taylor <laughs> of 05, if you will. That's what I was love getting it. at. It was perfect. I, love I, it. I was wrong. I heard Shake It Off and Jumped the Gun. I know. Is what happened. I, when I was writing it down, all I heard in my head was, Shake It Off, yeah. Shake It Off. But no, it's Mariah. I don't even know Mariah's version of Shake It Off. I don't either. I know We Belong Together, though. That song's great. I don't think I know that one either. We Belong Together was like a line in a boys to men song i think and that's all i know of that <laughs> motown philly i'm a big fan of boys to men not gonna lie they were they were killers they were amazing motown philly's back, back again, again. doing a little east coast swing <laughs> love it okay all right i got some other ones maybe we'll know uh coming in at number nine behind these hazel eyes by kelly clarkson you love her i love her uh, coming in at number 13, Beverly Hills by Weezer. I know that one. Yeah, you do. I know that track. That was a hit. Yeah, it was a big hit. And then coming in at number 18, we have Feel Good Inc. by Gorillaz. That was a, that was a really big one. Too. That was a big, big one. I definitely yeah. had that CD, too. I had that CD. Yeah, I have it on vinyl. Oh, yeah, I don't. I, I think I, I downloaded it. I think I downloaded it Napster style back in the day. I don't think I'd mind getting that on vinyl. I think I'd get that. Yeah, it's good. The the whole record's pretty good. Hey guys, Brand here popping in. Not host Brand. This is Tech Guy Brand. 
and kind of how we were talking about we were having technical difficulties at the beginning. Well, they proved to be more difficult than we thought they were. We actually lost a chunk of the show. There was a new way that we had to record, and it didn't work the way we wanted it to. We tried using a different system, but as the tech guy, I will take the blame, I guess. We kind of lost all of us talking about the record. Uh, in summation, I didn't like it. It didn't do for me what I wanted it to do. And the whole episode was kind of a weird energy. So I think it might be for the positive that we lost it, but either way we lost it. So when this continues, it'll jump right into we chose a top three, and this is post-choosing the top three. I'm sorry, we should have this figured out afterwards. We thought about going back and re-recording it, but it would seem inauthentic. So we just decided to do this and take the L, I guess. But thank you for bearing with us, and sorry again. Thank you for listening. All right, so, yeah, we gave top threes. Well, you took, you took all the tops, so... Yep, I took all the tops. You barely had a top. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, wanted, I wanted to like this. I really did, because I know how much you liked going to see them. I know how much you liked yep. this record. I wanted to like it. It it took me a while to turn that page. I, I was I dis put it this way, I disliked it at first because yeah. I was I was in such a head change of you calling it punk, those first two tracks, the third track really threw me. And then I was mad that I thought the first two were punk at myself. <laughs> but then I, I like I said, I, I don't dislike it. It is yeah. kind of a kind of a shrug for sure. me. It's a bummer, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I don't have to ask you the question, but for the show, I have to ask you yeah, the question. Obviously. Uh, brand, I am the Avalanche self titled record, thrown on phone or groan. It's a groaner for yeah. me. It, I just can't see myself revisiting any of these tracks. Sure. It also is Dive very similar to this record? It is Dive is their latest. Yeah. Because I've almost purchased Dive for like 10 bucks. And if it sounds like this, I'm kind of glad I didn't. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the same band. It's similar. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't know if something happened to his vocals at the beginning there, but I didn't mind him. I mean, he definitely slowed him down and didn't use his, there wasn't, a, they weren't as aggressive, which yeah. plays a part. But yeah, it's a groaner, Scott. I'm sorry. I wanted to I like got it, it. But that's what the show's about, right? That is. Because it would have been awkward had you said, hey, listen to this record. And then I listened to it without the show. Yeah. Because then we just wouldn't have talked about it at all exactly it just would have disappeared <laughs> from conversation and we would have never brought it up again so here we are i'm glad we get to show our our lovely interactions yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but this is the only thing you were listening to scott what's your record of the week i was listening to uh the record i bought at the show koyo's drives out east okay and um, are they are they signed are they an indie band i think they're indie still uh they were saying at the show how they were going to put out a new record soon i think and okay. going on tour again um i actually got to talk to the singer from that band as well at the merch table after they were done with their set you just have a ton of just insider Gosh, connections yeah now. buddy the ton of insider connections yeah uh no it's funny because they got done with their set. Singer ran downstairs to the merch table to man the merch table right after the set. Oh, that's kind of a bummer though, because that means they don't pay a merch guy. Oh, no. yeah, they are. <laughs> they are an doing opening it. opening band. It's they DIY are all the way, one hundred percent. And uh, 
I appreciated it. Yeah. Like the the grind. Like that guy was just doing it. Yeah. But I uh I really love the record. I think it's fantastic. You might like that one better than I am the Avalanche. Okay. Um they only have a couple songs up on Amazon Music, an EP by the same name of this record. I think this the record's kind of like a compilation of that EP and then some other stuff they were working on, I'm guessing. Okay. But it, it's really good. I like it a lot. I like it. All right. My record of the week is yeah. one we both listened to this week. Ooh, which one? It is by the band Celtic Frost. Oh, yeah. It is the record Monotheist. And yeah. this thing. It was good. I loved it. I, I, I For some reason, I thought you were going to love it more than you, I would. I was going to say you loved it more than I did. I loved it. I really yeah. loved it. I and a lot of it, some of it has to do coming off of Behemoth and <laughs> yeah. the Sun record in particular. Oof, I am yeah. a lot more open to things after that Sun record. There, that yeah. Sun record broke me open, and then <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm gonna fill that void with anything. I just, yeah. I, I, I wish I would have gone. I wish that I, I wish I am the Avalanche would have filled that void a little better because sure. I was, I was open to it. But something just didn't didn't hit. I I also didn't dislike. Like I was never dreading listening to it again. Yeah, it was never like oh I gotta listen to this thing again. It was just oh yeah play I mean language and I played it and kind of just meh kind of happened. I listened to it. Let's do it. <laughs> it was there. Yeah. So I guess all that's left, Scott, is for yeah. me to tell you what we're listening to next week. You gotta tell me what I'm shitting on all over next week. You're correct. <laughs> you are correct. So. <laughs> Actually, if you don't want to show up next week, I can just copy and paste. <laughs> I can just copy and paste what I said this week. Basically, to each track, and that's basically what I'm going to say about yeah. each track on this record. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 a long time coming. Oh no, we've skipped a record on the Loudwire list we're listening through. Okay, and that's actually the same record you're getting. So Wait, is it the Cannibal Corpse record? You're getting the Cannibal Corpse record, <laughs> Hill, but. It it is kind of considered one of their most accessible releases, I guess you could say. Okay. That doesn't mean that you're not gonna say the exact same thing that I said <laughs> today. That's sure. kind of what like made what was leading me into it too, is as I was doing that, I was like, man, this is and as I'm re- like keeping these notes, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, Scott's gonna feel this way too about a few records that I've been too afraid to bring him because i don't want too many <laughs> too many negatives in a row sure but we got to do it we've been talking about so it here forever. we go we've been talking about it forever so cannibal corpse kill next week i mean the only thing that could rival that is possibly the whole record that you plan on giving me sometime there's a few more <laughs> you could absolutely hate taylor swift that's a possibility i don't think i'll absolutely hate her though it depends on what record i give you i could give you a record that you hate that i love like I, I mean, think I think you yeah. would love her more recent singer songwriter stuff. Oh, that newest one that had seventeen different vinyl. No, that was two and... different records that had seventeen different. Oh, she had folklore and Evermore. They both came out. Oh, did they? Okay, you could that T Pain record. I could see you're gonna absolutely fucking hate. Oh yeah, see not, that happening. That's not gonna be. A I'm just looking at. Record. I'm looking at the list right now. Sure. <laughs> you might hate that Mushroom Head record. You could hate the TLC record. Oh no, there's there's no way. I can't see myself hating a TLC record. Sky Eats Airplane, big possibility there. I wrestled an I wrestled a bear once, big yeah, there's a lot on here, Scott. You could end up <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So we're just gonna slowly get there, I guess. We're gonna slowly get there. Yeah. Start with this one. It was it's it's been a big one. Cannibal Corpse has been brought up 
more than a many, lot. Maybe any other band other than like Lincoln Park on here. It's a, it's a possibility. <laughs> it might be the most. <laughs> so Cannibal Corpse kill next week. Scott, okay. You got anything before we part? My apologies. No. no. <laughs> hey, I. You know, it's everybody has their opinions about music, and that's the great thing about music. I just, I just hate when it's less of a conversation and more of you being pushed more back on your heels by me sounding like I'm going off. I just don't know what to say when, <laughs> when it happens. Like, cause I, like, like I said, like music is what you take out of it. And if you got nothing out of it, I'm not going to try and force something into it for you that you didn't get. I'm telling you there's a lot of 90 you know? sounds in there, which is a hundred percent. That's a, that's a possibility, but yeah. I mean, that's also could be like, I don't hear the 90 sounds, but maybe that's because I love the 90 sounds so much. That's, that's what you want. It's your comfort. You know? Yeah. Comfort. So maybe hearing the 90 sounds in 2005, it just brought unknown nostalgia to me, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. But and, nothing, you, and you like the band going in, too. I wonder, yeah. if, I wonder if the movie life has 90s feels like that. They're similar. I mean, they're, they're similar yeah. music styles, okay. movie life, and I Am the Avalanche. Okay. Well... You're you're still getting that one eventually. I look forward to that growth. Sure, sure, bring it. Maybe <laughs> something will happen. I don't know. I, I, yeah, we'll talk about that when we get there. I wanted to yeah. I wanted to go. I wanted to launch back into. I don't know why I didn't like it, but I didn't dislike it, so I shouldn't be apologizing. No, I'm not asking you to. No, I know it's it's my guilt that feels. It's <laughs> not has nothing to do with you. Follow us on Twitter at AYLPod. Follow us on Instagram at AYLPod. Send us an email at areyoulistening.pod at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Scott, thank yeah. you for the podcast. Thank you for the friendship. I'm not going to thank you for the record. But, no, you're not. But no, I still had a week with it. And Thank, thank you for thing. at least listening to it. Even my groans somehow yeah. have a they, – they still hold a special part. Like if I see this album somewhere, they're still a special part of me. Even the grown albums, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did that on a show. Nice. Oh, man. that If you see this out in the wild somewhere, <laughs> I will pay you $100 to get it for me. Oh, wow. That's interesting because it costs 10000 It costs – there's one listed on Discogs, and it costs $400. You better man up. You better get there. Dude, there's no way I can pay that amount of money for one record. Maybe That's... stop. Bu- maybe stop buying seven, eight a week, and you can save up a little bit. <laughs> but genuinely, bad. Scott, thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you for the episode. Yeah, thank you, brother. Uh, listeners, thank you for listening. Yes, always. Are you listening? Are you listening? You, it's like you go out of your way every episode to find a chunk of trivia with a name that you know you're going to struggle with. And Lucas looked you dead in the eyes and said, joke's on you, Dad. I'm cooler than you. Uh, I do apologize to her publicly on this show for spending so much money. After midnight, we're going to let it all hang out. I'm going to get a Blues Traveler live record. That's what I'm going to do. Eight hours of harmonica. Comes up and it's like, oh, my God, I love all your songs. I love every single record. You guys are the greatest.